0: Tell me if voice doing clap, clap, clap all over our waveforms.
1: You're listening to Pot of Wonder, a podcast where we turn fact into fiction with the help of dice and randomly generated Wikipedia articles. Each season will be spent building a world to use the setting of a tabletop role-playing game. Each episode will take one random Wikipedia article, roll some dice, and turn that into another part of the world. This season, we're creating a world in the genre of southern gothic horror. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm here.
0: And ready. So we're adding a little structure. Okay this round Nice uh, We're uh, gonna draw the card first Okay And describe the wood carving And then it's up to you to decide Like what the lead up to that was And what the on that was mm. Nice Okay
2: Great Let's go
3: and We're making yeah. it nice and snappy Game design in real time Yeah Yeah We yeah.
2: yes. missed
3: it
2: live I of Do live podcast
0: We are still live Alright let's go Let's do this Um Who went first
3: Last one hey. 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 Um which one do you want? I think I'm gonna use my advice token. Mm. Which is me, so...
1: <laughs> okay, I will...
3: Cover. Yes, you could.
1: Okay. It's a seven of diamonds. Thrice caused the raven on the half-blood moon. That is the time to act.
2: That's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: So what does the, the thing look like?
1: Um... I think it will, it will just be uh you know it's pretty pretty on point. It's just like a a weird raven with its mouth open, kind of almost eating this like moon. That's like it's very the moon itself is just the circle and it's bright and it's just but only half of it is um, a reddish hue.
3: Uh, this this scene is kind of a uh, montage through the uh, the years and decades of of William and Adamantia's uh, marriage partnership. Uh, you know, scenes of uh, in the uh, the textile mills where you know William's kind of overseeing things, the clipboard, and you know Adamantia kind of comes up and. Not in sort of a wifely like arm around the shoulder, but business like, very much like they exchange notes and contrast with scenes of the the two of them at home in the their their swamp mansion. They've they've had to like put down new stilts as the the platform expands to accommodate the uh, the increased size of their of their building, and you know just a scene of them kind of sitting across from each other like reading the newspaper and, like, having breakfast. And, you know, they they kind of exchange newspaper sections across the table. Then maybe uh, a few decades later, closer to the uh, the current day, where um, it it seems like both of them are looking a lot frailer. It seems like maybe uh, living over the... uh, in this swampy area near the the grove which is so uh frequently blooming with the fungus of late is kind of uh you know slowing their pace They're they're walking around with a bit of a, a sway in their step and it's uh time for uh, a decision in in their lives which is Mm -hmm. whether or not to to move like this is a big personal stake for William as you know he's put a lot of uh, a lot of pressure was put upon him by the uh, the Rodriguez family to you know have a nice home and then take care of of their precious daughter but uh, you know living where they are is nice and prestigious as as he's made it and it has been expensive to make it prestigious (laughs) it may be killing them so uh he does a, a stroll over to the grove walking distance very nice um in his uh his nice uh leather uh flood wading boots for the the grove is in a perpetual sog in at this time of year uh passes a his token to the the grove master and uh finds his way through the woods
1: mm. mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna call a town event while this is happening. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Uh, The church's women's group wants to take you to attend one of their private
3: meetings.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Mm That is appropriate then.
2: Yeah, you are Mm a married man. uh,
3: Rewind a bit. Then uh, climbing down the ladder still in the mud wade, the flood wading boots because the flood kind of seeps over even here mm-hmm. they they have to be nice enough to be seen properly in town as a member of the nines one must uh, be of, <laughs> of proper decorum it is sort of a dual interest meeting in this case the uh has kind of sought out the the church's aid, perhaps in uh, maybe seeing if they know any way to treat the uh, the maladies that is uh, afflicting them before mm-hmm. you know making the decision to move. And uh, you know, it's a good chance to get a word in, perhaps to the, the preacher himself. Maybe if might be if if his wife is there, maybe be able to pull some strings. Uh, I guess you want to be the uh, the circle little of ladies. Ah, mm. mm. uh,
2: hi there. Hello. So i you come over.
3: <laughs> we understand that you and your family have a sickness about you. Mm.
2: We're here yeah. to heal you. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, well, uh, yes, I mean, that would be uh, certainly uh, appreciative. The, uh, Miss... Mm? Uh, my, 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 my dear wife has uh, mm-hmm. is uh, the worst of it, afraid. She's mm-hmm. not able to, to make it here herself. I, I appreciate you inviting one of the uh, the lesser genders into your circle. Your reputation precedes you. Oh. Yes,
2: it does.
0: Of course, our, our help will come with a price, after all.
2: Oh. Nobody gets in for free. Never mm-hmm. for free.
3: Uh, what, uh, what exactly would be required of me?
0: once once you are healed you and your family you you'll send your wife to join us she will become one of our permanent members
3: uh goodness is never a particularly religious person i you know does the uh, proper showing up on sundays but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure i would I deign to make this uh, decision for her she will find a way to appreciate the churches
0: we have
1: mhm
0: ah uh, her, servito- her servitude for the health of you and your family.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For, for both of us,
3: though. Yes. Yes. I, hmm, I... Bring
2: that choice to her. Yes, tell yeah. her.
3: Um, I, I certainly uh, shall do so. You have uh, 24 hours to decide. Four hours, okay. Um, yes. Before uh,
2: the blood moon rises.
3: Politely bows po- out, um... You know, takes a, you know, polite, uh, slow, normal walk uh, just around the corner <laughs> and, like, quickly starts off running. Uh, like, <laughs> digs into, the, like, the, the breast pocket of his blazer and pulls out the, uh, like, the token ring that <laughs> all citizens have, that has their token. Uh, it's just the uh, the one remaining token at this point, the advice token. Mm. So, you know, quickly, like, truss all, all the way through town, right to the grove. And, uh, you know, the uh, the, the tree... Uh, that he he stands before in this this grim and, and arcane visage her servitude to save her life and and mine and you can see him kind of like pondering and then stressing over this on his way out like like as he's walking his way out of the grove like the 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 shakiness of his of his steps increases and like flashes of like ravens, uh, like con, like flapping over the screen, and mm-hmm. like like cut to above, like the the moon is like, three quarters bloodness, mm-hmm. and yeah, he he stumbles his way out of the the grove and, and over like just probably like in a a servant with an elevator system to like mm-hmm. carry one back up to the house in such mm-hmm. times of need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he. You know, takes that up, like dismisses the servant, like like go home, go home. There's nothing, we we have no need of your services tonight. And you know, kind of like stumbles through the the dark house, uh, like lit just by the uh, the red moonlight, casting eerie shadows over over all like the. Uh, the furniture looks like it's splattered in blood uh, like a, a <laughs> uh, like a deer head mounted on the walls like seems to be like looming over like like a many fanged monster and you know he, he stumbles his way into the dark to uh, to the, the bedside of his wife who uh, you know just appears to be kind of sleeping fitfully like tossing and turning with uh, one of those like wet rags on her head kind of uncharacteristically gently kind of like like dabbed at her sweat. Cut there.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Next. He's next. He's next.
0: Okay.
2: okay.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm going to go for the marriage token. Okay. <laughs> Who got the marriages?
2: Not me. <laughs> uh, me. Right. It's a me, a marriages.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the apes. Hmm. I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like... um tree you see together is uh, two hands kind of crossed over the gap and like sort of dangling something in between it it looks like it's very roughly shaped kind of like it could be like a small child it could be like a package you're carrying um, and like the, the foreground image is people kind of like like cowering in fear of the thing that has just passed by them mm-hmm. Like, there's maybe, like, rough outlines of buildings that are, like, kind of mm-hmm. wavering, like, with the cracked windows or, like, marked by flames. A mm-hmm.
2: uh, solitaire will fear what you create together.
0: So, I'm gonna say he was at. Marvel was at the. the town way. event.
3: What? He was at the town <laughs> event. Ah! There you go.
0: Queen.
3: That's so usually a one I read. The queen is
2: a neo-volcano bloom spreads outside of the grove, covering the town in fiery-looking fungus.
0: Hmm. Okay, so, at a town event where, uh, as the various townsfolk are observing the fungal fungal growth, hmm. I'm gonna say, to go back to it a little bit, he was at the wedding, so he's, fe- he's like, oh, adults get married, I'm a teenager, I'm starting to have feelings related to that. <laughs> um... So uh, out this fungus for a bloom, he meets the gaze of a young woman who uh, uh, they start courting a little bit, but she's not on like the approved family list. Like mom and pops have pretty much given up on the youngest one. They just don't <laughs> give a shit at this point. But unless it comes in the way of like the family's reputation and marrying this, this person's not approved from a good family of high ups, high upstanding. I think she's kind of an outsider. They don't really mm. know her family connections mm. but by all accounts she's a good person. Mm. Uh,
3: I think her mother worked for Harris Ranger if you know. <laughs> 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 Mr. Oh, Ranger. <laughs> she, uh, so they court and
0: uh, they marry in secret. Now he's mm-hmm. kind of getting like his feel for like that cult leader thing and he and his friends always kind of played pretend growing up off, off the woods creating their own mystic orders and things and in kind of an effort to skirt the town, you know, any sort of religious authority that might report back to his parents, mm-hmm. kind of went the step further with his buddies, and I'm going to, I can do it. And they were out drinking one night, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what 15-year-olds do in a southern gothic town, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, I, I, maybe the three sips of brandy, but I, I'm kind of drunk, I'm feeling, I can make a, I, no, I can sign this off, I got some blank signatures from my dad, y'all are going to be priests. And so his friends get really into it, and now they are the first members of this order. But they're mm-hmm. kind of treating it as a joke. But legally, still can marry someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay loopholes! So uh, they're married in a secret ceremony in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, and right outside of the grove. And uh, almost, and you know, it's kind of old timey courting. They were courting for a month before they realized, mm-hmm. uh, like, no, we, we get hitched. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the bloom is still going on, and they kind of. That that's integrated into the ceremony. And yeah, the weird pseudo religious symbolism.
3: Yeah, um, the Grove Master, the only person who legally has to be there. I mean, I don't really know if it's safe to go in there with this much bloom going on, but hey, yeah, you crazy kids, you know, you get it. Have faith, friend. We're ordained by a higher order.
0: Shit, sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wander in, we see it. I'm going to say he has a much more positive... Like, this is just... Oh, fuck, I just created a a religious order. This is fucking feeding into to to my shit. She's a little more wary of it, and the vision of this weighs on her a lot more. She never divorces him or tries to, like, leave or anything, but there are, like, journals they find later where this, like, something changed in her and and started her, like, down a... A weird dark metal path. Yeah. <gasps> and it is create together. So, so she's she like, have a like some kind
2: of deal hand in it. Going
0: yeah. On. yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows she has a hand in her mm-hmm. this is she just doesn't want it to be intention want- she doesn't want to create anything mm-hmm. intentionally but mm-hmm.
3: knowing that mm-hmm. she's responsible for it
1: mm-hmm. she just
3: fucks with her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's the grove You never Mm -hmm. quite know What it's referring to Mm -hmm. So like Maybe she tries to be Like Good intentioned And steer you Towards the right things Mm -hmm. But You know Whatever Mm -hmm. ends up happening Is like The spark that catches on With people (laughs) Yeah Yeah And I mean Maybe it has something
0: To do with his death I don't know We'll get into that In the epilogue portion um, And see how that goes But uh, Yeah This is something And even after his death It sticks with her For whatever reason Yeah
3: uh, Me. Yeah, thank you
1: Max. Alright, uh so uh Max Zelda. Um Hello. is gonna it's, it's a bit later and uh Max Zelda's gonna about to get married. Mm-hmm. The girl they met uh in in the school, another mups graduate, very high powered, you know, couple. We're a power couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We both skateboard. We both skateboarding. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull that marriage marriage uh, thing, so... That's a me. Okay, cool. I've got the ace of hearts.
2: So, it shows uh, you happy and old and content and, and whatnot, um, but the background of it, the skyline of it, does not match solitaire. At all mm-hmm. um, and uh, it says solitaire is not your forever home
1: uh, yeah so I had uh, gone I, this is like right after the wedding um, I I feel like uh, my new wife like has lived in solitaire her whole life though um, and so we see this carving just like and we kind of know. Mm-hmm. Just that we're going to have to leave at some point, but we mm-hmm. don't know why or when or yeah. how. Mm-hmm. And uh, over time, after we've been making a living in solitaire, like just some stuff just doesn't feel right anymore. Like the there's some other elements of the town that are getting way too powerful, and despite like our abilities and usefulness, like we're just not feeling right being there anymore, and just feel the need to. Get out! Uh,
3: do we want to do a scene with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What's your uh, spouse's name?
1: Uh,
3: Natalie. Natalie. Okay. Natalie Zeldin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um. So, uh, Maxie, I've been kind of thinking this town's kind of scary and fucked up. Like, there's there's ghosts everywhere and. Like the preacher's wife is clearly planning something and nobody seems to notice. And I I know I grew up here, but I think I maybe it might be time to I mean, pack our bags. Like mm. where'd you say you were from?
1: California.
3: California. That's that's a whole world away, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty far. Um it's great. I mean, I mean, I'm sure we could find some opportunities for our uh, abilities since we, you know, Mupski is pretty good at that. Yeah. I feel no. like that might be a good call because this is a weird, weird town it's just getting weirder and more dangerous. I don't think we can, like, raise children here, really. Oh,
3: God, no. Uh, yeah, maybe we can, we can talk to some Mr. Ulysses and maybe see if he has a, a placement for us out west or... Maybe. Maybe.
1: Yeah, sounds like if, a great idea. I mean, if
3: not, we should probably just go anyway.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I mean, we can find work anywhere. I mean,
3: I'm just worried about what's had happened when that when that ghost under the tree comes out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's so not going to be real, great. He's
3: real angry. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I think mean, we just need to need to go. Uh, do we want to like roleplay like the getting placement to go out there or just like going?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll it let Eddie
0: reprise his...
1: Oh, career. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Two of our most valiant students have
3: come so long and so far. How can I help?
1: I'm uh, just not feeling at home here anymore. We want
3: to... Yeah, just uh, maybe want to see if there are any uh, opportunities. Uh, maybe California, where, where Max yeah. phone may be... Yeah, out west. ...government uh, or... Uh, other minor manipulations uh, one one moment Mr. Forsyth and he calls in a, a
0: kind of uh, <laughs> like spindly looking nervous guy carrying a bunch of scrolls <laughs> <laughs> yes Mr. Forsyth. Uh. Do you have the jobs r- registry? So
2: jobs, jobs registry. Oh, it's my mom, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's right here. Uh, yep, yeah, I got it. It's in my hand. So, yes, would you like it?
0: Thank you. The, but yes, if, I wouldn't have asked it. for it if I didn't want it. Yes, Forsyth. Thank you. Thank you, all right.
2: Or is it all, sir?
0: You, you may go. Is it
2: all here? Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, Mr. Forsythe. Um,
2: oh,
0: he's new. He's new.
3: He's new.
0: Uh, it's a uh, different Mr. Forsythe. Oh. The Mr. Forsyth that you knew was his, uh, uncle. Uh, unfortunate thresher itself. Oh. It. <laughs> he still looks ancient. It's, I, it's something in their jeans. They hit 30 and suddenly they look like they're 60. I don't, I don't know, but that's not here nor there. Uh, let's see. Uh, California, Colorado, Kansas, Tucky, uh, <laughs> the missing continent... Okay, okay, well, we've got, mm-hmm. do you want uh, something in Northern California, Southern California, or the sun- the Sunken Middle of California? After, after the earthquake, you know. Sunken Middle. Mm-hmm. Re-
1: sunken re- Middle sounds neat. Yeah, that you might know. suit our talents. They, yeah, we can, can, we can find some use there.
0: You could use your skills in their rebuilding efforts, mm-hmm. so I, I can imagine uh, you'd be, your help would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we appreciate you helping us I'll send, I'll send word along to the uh, registrar at once at, uh, at their, their smaller institution uh, um, they're finding new students every day uh, amidst the chaos and resettlement mm-hmm. so again uh, I, I thank you on behalf of the, the network of
3: Ghost G Schools mm-hmm. it's great that as former students we can talk to each other like adults now mm-hmm. without the weird power dynamic between us
0: but no skateboarding in the halls, <laughs> too
3: yes Mr. Miss you missy uh, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah yeah unseen
2: <laughs> <un-c- laughs> the freeze frame unseen
1: like and, oh, uh, the yeah.
3: credits
2: roll
0: up <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I think mine is gonna be hmm the uh I'll, I'll do marriage
0: I, that's a popular
2: one for this round yeah Uh, I'll find it out for you. you. I pick one and then someone else interpret?
0: Yeah, you pick. I do the the thing. Okay. Uh, Three hearts. I'm not gonna look. Let's see. (laughs) So have you ever seen one of those pictures that kind of divides up one picture amongst like multiple seasons, like usually a landscape or something? Mm And it kind of shows various states mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. You see something along those lines of of, of, uh, of a sea, of various levels of uh, storms in an ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's all kind of spread across this one boat. Um, but in each panel, even though it's mostly a split image, each mm-hmm. panel shows the, the two of you in the exact same pose. Mm-hmm. Kind of s- staying with it. Mm-hmm. As all sorts of chaos and... Uh, uh, storms. There's lightning in one. There's giant. There's hail and uh, icebergs mm-hmm. in another. Mm-hmm. Uh, one. It looks like the boat's trapped in the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, with little skulls everywhere, which is mm-hmm. a bit of an odd one. No one can decipher that. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, your thing was. Uh, You shall weather many storms together.
2: Ah, okay. Uh, So I think the lady that you see looks very similar to the lady in the first scene, but she's, like, way younger. Her hair is, like, healthier and springy and curly instead of limp and gray and, like, uh, uh, like, her face is, like, lively, got rouge and, like, is, like, smiling and, like, um, and, and, like, compared to, like, the first thing you saw her, do, it was, like, sunken and, like, you know, austere-looking. Uh, but, you know, it, they're similar enough uh, that, uh, you know, this is the same person, but but much, much younger. And she's just, like bubbly uh and she's going with this uh i guess young red-hatted lad or whatnot they're so involved <laughs> they're just exuding energy um, and this is kind of like a poor person's wedding or whatnot and like only a couple uh you know family members show up and they just like skip and like run and chase each other in the woods and even then they're like flirting it's like two fucking <laughs> like, They're hiding <laughs> the trees and whatnot they look mm-hmm. and they they both like Like get lost and can't find each other but like giggly wise and then happen to the same tree at the same time and it's the one that you described and then it's something like saccharine they like say to each other it's like Yes, we'll weather all storms together. I love you so much. Never leave me, um, uh, Sandy Haddock. Oh, or, or no, never leave me, Edmund Sinclair. Oh, I would never Attuck. <laughs> no, call me Sandy Saint Clair or whatever. And then it's like later on in the scene um, where I guess like uh, Ed, Edward like gets injured or something, and she's like there by his bedside. And then the next scene, like she's super sick, and he's there by her bedside, and it's, like, just showing all this like horrible stuff happening in their lives. But they're always there for each other and they're like always super supportive and the like color scheme of these like uh, Flashes of their lives like just fade from like brilliant and vibrant to like very monotone and whatnot as they get like older and there's like kind of like a almost a, a Yeah, yeah, just like gradual uh, whatever that they're like more listless or whatever, but they're still like supporting each other but kind of in like a zombie way, kind of like Mm. going through the motions like, yeah, like all the hand signs are there for for like what supportive couples do, they're holding hands or whatever, but like it just seems like all the uh, color and emotion and whatever and vibrancy was like drained out of them. Yeah, but they end end in the last scene, it's just them as the corpses that they looked like, whatever, but they're, you know, dead and in the grave and in the same grave. So it's, like, almost a love story, almost, like, a happy story, but, like, something happened. I mean, something happened that, like, they're still in love and they're still together and they're not abusive to each other, but, like, something happened in their life that didn't make it a happily ever after, even though those two
0: are ever after. I'm going to say whatever that was was a town event. Uh-huh. Uh, And that would be the murders, the murders foretold in those times for novels are finally happening. Mm, (laughs) mm. Uh, So like, how does that really fuck things up for the marriage?
2: Yeah. So I always imagined uh, that uh, I remember the vampire fed on emotion. Mm-hmm. So I always imagine that uh the congregation is kind of like a uh when yeah uh is 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 giving their emotion to the vampire and perhaps like is being drained of it over time for too long, but she's always been able to, mm-hmm. like, temper it so that mm-hmm. the, it, no one can tell, and then she wants a livelier congregation because you mm-hmm. know, then they could recruit more people better. Uh, but I think the murders are happening, and I think she started getting nervous. Because weren't the murderers hunting her or was involved with her or something?
3: Mm-hmm. So they're, like, <laughs> so kind of people in power who, like, like judges and, like, cops who uh, uh, didn't uh, prosecute the... Original uh, Brownlee sex scandal. I, mm. I don't think we gave it a fake name. Yeah, okay. but <laughs> we were focused on toothpaste, damn uh-huh. it.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the preacher was uh, like really stressed at the time, so like stress eight or something with stress eight emotions. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, just like. <laughs> Drained her congregation like above their ability to replenish themselves. So it was like their lack of emotion throughout their life uh, is a direct effect of like the vampire getting so stressed out by the murders they they had to. Yeah, is but it's from the vampire they worship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, the congregation. Yeah,
0: kind of sadish.
2: Mm-hmm. still so saddish
0: yeah Thought <laughs> of wonder is still sad yeah. <laughs> oh we
2: didn't yeah, role play fun. any scenes i can't think of a scene mm. of role play
0: mm. save it for the round three okay. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. role play optional
3: hello wanderers danny here thank you again for listening this is the final part of our season two finale We're probably going to take a week or two off before season three, just so we can work out some scheduling, uh, play with some new audio equipment that Eddie got, and honestly, just take a break. If you don't want to miss any of the, uh, the hot Pod of Wonder news, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, at Pod of Wonder, and subscribe to us on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, without further ado, the winner of our star-crossed giveaway is at Hex Chosen. I see you have the uh, the Twitter handle Joss of the Dread Goddess. Uh, maybe that's a, a spooky October-only Twitter name, or maybe you're the servant of some fell deity. Either way, pretty cool name, and congratulations! One last audio quality note, Um, the microphone that Megan was using kind of picked up everything and made them especially loud, so I kind of had to make the choice of having something uh, unpleasant and distorted or distant and echoey, so Megan's section sounds a little weird. Hopefully that is not too much of an issue. Anyway, back to the show. (laughs)
0: All right, okay. moving right along. Everyone's third mm-hmm. token. Yeah. So my last one is the birth token. Dun, dun. Who has the births? Um, maybe Me. Maybe
1: got the births. I got the births. Who
3: got the births?
1: Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pick it and then tell them. It's an ace. All right. Um, ace. Okay. The ghosts know you can see them and seek your aid.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: so,
3: uh, picking up where we uh, left off with uh, Willard over the bed of adamantia, and over the the entire course of their relationship, you know, they they always consulted one another. They, you know, respected each other's opinions and advice, but ultimately, they never made the final decision on the other's behalf, and. This is one of those situations where he can't consult with her, and he doesn't know for sure what she would want to do, so he doesn't make a decision and she never recovers from the sickness and like I guess like montage of her like like him over the bed, like her getting like worse and worse like like doctors kind of like rushing by like why wow, he's still sitting there. And like the the blood moon, like comes comes and goes, and like eventually, like the bed is just empty, and he's still sitting there, and you know, as uh, fulfilling the uh, their their marriage prog, prog- prognostication, prognostication prognostication the future telling of their marriage, <laughs> uh, death did not separate them. And so when, like, the the scene comes back to real time and he's just sitting there, like, the ghost of his wife appears and kind of hovers in front of him, not their typical coldness and not in any sort of warmth, but just a look of rage. And and she just says one word, LIAR! And, you know, flashback to uh, young Willard, being uh taken to the grove with his parents and
1: mm-hmm.
3: and seeing this uh tree. Um did you describe what it looked like? Okay, so yeah. yeah.
1: Um yeah, so the like you just see This, like, carving, it just has, um, just these weird misty figures in the distance. They're kind of hidden by, like, buildings and trees and everything, but there's, like, just one that's very wispy, but pretty close up, peeking from behind one of the, uh, buildings and just, like, reaching to you, like, just very blatant eye contact.
3: Okay. Yeah, so, flashback of the grove, seeing that that image, that that wispy, ghost, and the uh the the camera ankle turns and you can see uh young Willard just standing in the grove while like just spirits are kind of floating all over the place like some like ghosts some like limping and dragging themselves along like zombies um and like willow just like clearly terrified but like maintaining like a, a cold stone expression as he walks out of the grove and his parents ask so what did you see huh? Oh, well, uh, I don't know, not that much. <laughs> and like replaying the scenes from that that first montage where, you know, like he's he's making this business decisions and making his fortune, but like always over his shoulders like a ghost whispering in his ear. Uh, you know, in times where he would say he was he was going off to to like make some business deal. He's like going down into some like secret room in the town where like a bunch of uh ghosts and like a few dead bodies he's kind of put together have gathered and he's taking notes on the things he tells them and like going back to uh back to his house um uh, like all the times where like he's seemingly consulting with his wife he's like actually mm. talking over his shoulder to like the ghost mm. that's hovering over her um like, like, close up on his clipboard and it's just, like, mad, like, child crayon scribblings of just, like, I don't know, like, uh, all work, no play makes jagger that old boy tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, like, just, like, repetitive nonsense phrases. <laughs> you know, and then cut back to, to him and his old age, his, his wife kind of standing over him, like, I never expected you to love me, but you never even respected me, and that was our bargain! Oh wow! And, and she like like wraps like ghostly hands around his neck and just chokes the life out of him.
1: Mm. Oh fun! Yeah, yeah. Nice. they nice. nice. Happy Yay. stories. Huh?
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, is your
0: turn. For me? Yes.
3: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: so I'm gonna go for the advice token. Okay. Nine. Nine.
3: Okay. So. So. This uh, image is. Of you standing, well, a figure, which in these uh, carvings usually means you. is kind of like just standing in the middle of a scene that's almost like divided down the middle. Um, like one side is like a lush field, like full, of bountiful fruits and like kids playing. Uh, the other half is like a barren wasteland of like trees just dead and maybe like a looming kind of creature like in the corner and like somebody's corpse kind of lying in the foreground and that image means there is never enough to be found and always more to lose. Mm. Um. So so I'm actually going to tie it a
0: little bit, Danny, to mm-hmm. your character okay. because you mentioned he's got these scrawlings mm-hmm. that from the sounds of it mostly come off like nonsense yeah. um, and are kind of disjointed. I'm going to say... In school, uh, uh, Marvolo found a uh, like so, like in a book somewhere, just a couple of loose leaf pieces of paper that you had folded into a book as a child mm-hmm. when you started writing these things down. Yeah. You don't know what they mean, and so he picks that up. But he knows this is kind of a little out there. But he knows, again, from being around his his dad and his family, you can kind of manipulate anything. Mm-hmm. And so he kinda of keeps on to it and kind of hones in on a few key passages like the uh, the ninth planet of the bright of the bright sun one. And he's like, Okay, I could kinda of connect that to me. That could that could be some dots. So mm-hmm. um, he's thinking about building this kind of empire for himself, but is now kind of having second thoughts and that's where he goes into the forest. because yeah, your wife's always mm-hmm. you know, urging with strength and mm-hmm. trying to guide you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Meanwhile, he's out there. Like he comes to the grove after like burying the the pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't remember them. Yeah. Uh, you might have a weird idea of what they are, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he's kind of burned the edges a little bit, rubbed it around in the dirt, found a place to yeah. bury it, set up some rocks, dipped dipped in tea, let it dry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cross out a couple parts to add some mystery to it, some interpretation. So uh, he's buried that, but now he's like, fuck, I buried this thing. The second I show this to people, my life's going to change. And while I think that tree would have dissuaded almost anyone else, he's like, oh, well, fuck it, you know, never enough. Cool. That means I'm just going to keep taking and taking and taking, and things are only going to get better for me. (laughs) Fuck everyone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, that's how he interprets it. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we find out later, definitely not the right path. Um, so the next day, uh, he conv- you know, he convinces some kids, oh, I'll play a game with you. Tell you what, let's play hide and seek in the woods. And I kind of want to play out the scene, what happens when the kids come back and tell <laughs> him what they found in the woods. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, if you all wouldn't mind being being children.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mar- Mar- Marvelo Rodriguez. Marvelo, Marvie. I thought you guys were supposed to be hiding. What'd you find? We found things instead. Uh, it's this weird book. A yeah. book? Yeah. A book that books don't belong in the in the woods. That's
3: yeah, kind of I silly. know. That's why we
2: brought it here.
3: Does it belong to someone? I
2: don't know. It, we um, can't read.
1: I can't it,
3: read. It just says the to the prophet.
2: David can't
1: read. I
3: can read? Yeah. Well, do your best. Can Can you read me a little bit? Yeah. Um ye several youths who find this know that the know that the man of offering a brief physical description yeah. of, mm-hmm. of <laughs> written, written in biblical language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be be mine one true prophet and your savior. Follow him until the ends of etern- eternity. What prophet mean? It He's like so, money.
0: Yeah. In LA, but a prophet's someone who delivers messages from a higher power. Oh,
2: but everybody's higher there, I'm really sure. How <laughs> is
0: higher power. Aw, oh, Benji, so innocent. Mm. Yeah. Tell you what, I well, think this might be something important. Let's all go to the Grovemaster and okay. tell them yeah. what we found.
3: Yeah! This, this person sounds like now, you.
0: I, I... It could be, but I that's a little bit of a stretch. Let's go tell some let's go tell another adult mm-hmm. and we'll we'll figure out more. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go get the Grove You're Master. a
2: higher power because we're listening to you.
0: Bring your parents uh. and then we'll we'll talk about this with the Grove Master, all right?
2: Okay.
0: Fantastic. This is
3: way more fun than playing with Mr. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> These butterscotches make my teeth hurt.
0: <laughs> so yeah, he gets the kids involved. Uh, they have a sense of importance. Uh as time goes on, they're some of like the earliest converts because they were there from the beginning, mm-hmm. and they all narrowly uh, avoid that uh, that horrific apartment collapse. Um, and yeah, that's 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 marvelous.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So next, Zelda. This is a this is gonna be the advice one. Advice.
3: I think I also need advice. Yeah, I think the three diamonds. of us went in the same
1: order. All right, eight of diamonds. Eight
3: Of diamonds. I think this one, um, it, it depicts a person kind of in silhouette, uh, like pondering a, a series of, of choices. Like one kind of has like, like a knife stabbing down, and the other one has like fire, and the other one has like a, a pretty flower, and like kind of looking onward, a smaller uh, looking silhouetted human who is like, Against, like, it's just a shape, but you can get the impression that they're curious about what is is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, the meaning is think about what you would want to tell your grandchildren.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, so, um, so I think this is like close to when Max Seller is graduating from musky.
0: I feel Max is always a full name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max Ix- yeah, yeah. Ix- yeah. Zelda. Yeah, yeah. All caps, um, in Ix, yeah.
1: All caps, italic.
0: Sword comes through, Max Zelda. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: uh, I think it's like kind of the like career day or the career planning um, time of this last year. Like it's the last semester. Like they're mm-hmm. like actually like looking for jobs and stuff like that. And I feel like... I feel like I want to roleplay it out, and, like, it's going to be... Um, Max would have gone to do the advice, like, after this, like, little presentation, but um, mm-hmm. I want uh, someone to be presenting Max with, like, a few different options of, like, places to work and types of work to do that would be approved by Mumsky.
0: Okay, so so the, the principal needs to come back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Max. Max Zelda, excuse me. I <laughs> <sighs> In some ways, I'm glad to see you. For once, uh, you're in, an, in my office because uh, you're looking to move on past this institution of learning, and I will be done with you. Many times mm. in the past, it's been because you've been quite troublesome. But due to your high test scores, I, I'm forced to show you some of the better options available through our network of alumni.
3: Here are the scrolls,
0: Mr. Ulysses. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Forsythe. Bye, bro. <laughs> you may you may leave us now, Miss. You may leave us now, Mister Forsythe.
3: Great, thank you.
0: <laughs> Zelda can grab one of those butterscotches from the desk and just toss one into the other room. He usually goes after that.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, sure, yeah. And then just grab. one and just like <laughs> Shut it. Like, and you're just all like boom.
0: Once he comes in, it seems impossible to leave the room. I think, thank you. Um, so. I have three uh, excellent options for you here. Uh, one in uh, the grand metropolis of Madison, Wisconsin, a city of grand technological marvels. Uh, <laughs> your uh, engineering expertise and in, in, uh, crafting your skateboarding devices over time is, uh, and augmenting them in various ways has been troublesome to me, but I'm sure will provide useful for someone else. Mm. Um, we have a potions-making facility, uh, Potions uh, being a broader term for medicines, but they couch it in kind of a magical thing to appeal to the the folksier types. Quite a lie, but it's, you know, general misdirection. Mm. Um, And uh, that would be a little closer to home uh, in New Georgia. Now, the the third option, a little more uh, mundane, but I I think you could start at the ground level and do really incredible things with this industry and that is a cranberry bog harvester pull on the waiters every morning hop into the bog uh, your telekinesis would uh, it, it would very clearly be an immense help uh, and again i'm sure you could revolutionize that industry kind of an oddball option i admit but uh you came across my desk and i oddly thought yeah. of you first so
1: like potions make medicine and stuff right yeah bog just get cranberries, cranberries.
0: Skateboard engineer. Yeah, the engineer. Right,
1: right, right. I just got some yeah. floatboats skateboarding. How dare you forget
0: Madison, Wisconsin? Split. It is one of the largest cities in our nation now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to think a little bit about this and figure out what I'm doing. Because um, I do like this town, but, you know, skateboarding.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, we don't have too many more of these meetings. Graduation is nigh upon us.
1: That's all right. That's all right. Slow your world,
0: chill, man. Sorry, I've been seeing <laughs> teenagers all day. On my it's last. Oh, cool. I get herb. you.
1: I get you. Yeah. Just like you know, lightly, like give give a little shoulder
0: air pat, not not touching. Just, just leave me and pretend you don't see me drinking this bottle. Drinking mm-hmm. from this bottle in my desk. <laughs> just lock the door behind you and make sure Forsyth doesn't get in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I think an then, like, runs to the, um, like, that day, like, runs to the grove and does the advice thing, because it's like, I don't know what to do, this is my whole life ahead of me, now it's like, okay, so I get that, that, get the whole, like, you know,
3: what, what will
1: your grandchildren thing, I'm like, what, what, what can you tell your grandchildren, I'm like, yeah, kinda of fucking boring to live in this bog, like and uh, like do the cranberry bog stuff and uh, you know, be be real fucking radical to do the skateboard engineering, but like maybe that'd be a little too math for me.
2: And, you <laughs> too know, math. <laughs> uh
1: the the potions kinda of sounds a little boring, but it's like nearby and, you know, could still like come back and visit and maybe I'll commute or something, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. And uh, yeah, um, eventually, Max is like weighing these options and things more like potions, if I can revolutionize medicine and cure some terrible diseases that
0: That'll be something that my grandchildren will benefit from long-term and, you know, there you go. Yeah. In the great
3: state of New Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With those
2: tokens. Uh, I got the ten of diamonds.
3: Ten of diamonds. Oh, the mmm. Oh, that mm.
2: Oh, that mm. Mm. <laughs> All that mm.
3: This carving is... Um... Honestly, if you've seen at least two of these other carvings in your life, they're usually kind of metaphorical, like clouded with images and silhouettes. Um, This one, a lot more straightforward, fairly plain. Um, It's like the trunk of the tree has been sort of carved out. like of using the the shape of it to like it almost looks like an arm kind of upheld mm-hmm. and like the wood has just been kind of hollowed out mm-hmm. and like underneath you can see just like the the wrist bones like mm-hmm. beneath like mm-hmm. like everything has carved holes. away yeah. and it says cut away what you cannot trust until only bone remains
2: oh <laughs> interesting I think when she comes to this advice thing, uh, uh, it's it's probably during the heat of the like publications mm-hmm. of the murders or whatever, and she's starting to think like something is wrong, and uh, she's getting advice from friends who are outside of the church that hey you should leave the church. Uh, so, like, she's still kind of vibrant or what not. You can tell she's probably middle ground. Um, she, you know, she goes alone, um, and, and I think she'll probably be, like, 30s or something like that. Uh, yeah. And, and you can see, like, a couple streaks already of white hair. Uh, and, and she goes and sees this, and I think she misinterprets mm-hmm. the cut away everything until what's left is bone. She cuts away all the her support network and friends mm-hmm. until there's no one left but the church and like the preacher sees that as kind of like a great dedication and that she's like, she can't be bright because she doesn't have any other interests, but the church. So like the preacher, like trusts her to be kind of right-hand man and just gets further and further ingrained in this church. And like, you know, kind of like seals her and her husband's fate. Like there was a point in her life where she could have left and probably, you know, been very vibrant mm-hmm. and, and avoided the whole, um, what do you call it? feelings anemia? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, I, hmm, I think this might be a scene of her uh, like showing this advice token to her friends, or like just falling out with well,
3: her friends. Hang at an event. At yeah. oh. an event. Oh. If, if I can suggest, I think it might be with her husband.
2: Husband talking like, about like, how we should. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, um, like
3: like he's the last like, person still on your side and you cutting him away.
2: Well, well, the, 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 what do you call it, um, prophecy said that they were gonna weather it out to the end of their lives. Mm.
3: Like, like, you convincing him that then you're like this is the path you have to take.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think her convincing that he should also cut away his acquaintances mm-hmm. and we should yeah. just be isolated into the church. Like cut away everything, everyone but church members. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, having that discussion. And that happens. That- cool.
0: Haha, old man ranger asked you for help in his revenge on the preacher's wife.
2: <gasps> So so. Oh gosh! Is this like kind of like a paradox happening, where like he he helps her be swayed and like showed her this could have been her like future? No, that won't work. Uh, Maybe. Ah, my head just exploded. She's already part of the congregation.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but to like betray the the perfect. Yeah, you're so close.
2: Oh. Okay. okay, Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think you knock on her no. her door or something like yeah, that.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I want a meteor resident just to speed up. Okay, the yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. meteor resident. Like, no,
3: don't you get it? You're the perfect insider. She's so close. Like, can't you see what she's doing to you? No, I, I don't know what's causing this. And I've been I, watching I I've like been watching this town item for a long time. I know you probably heard a lot of things about me, mm. but trust me, like she is bad news.
2: I, I don't know if I'm ready to to believe you uh, yet. I mean, maybe it's the other influences on my life that's that's the bad news that's causing this. Like I'm not not faithful enough. What do you think, honey?
0: Uh, I, I quite frankly, i'm I'm a little disturbed by this uh, attempt to to solicit our help in murder. I, that's that's obscene. The fact that, it, that you'd come to us thinking that that was appropriate in any way.
2: What makes you think we're not just gonna tur- turn around and talk to the preacher's wife?
3: Because I know you. I trust you. I've seen y'all grow up. I've seen y'all be. You were good kids. You're all always thoughtful. Be-, be holy by all means, but she is not holy. She is evil. She will destroy your life eventually, just like she destroyed mine. Oh, Mr. Ranger, while I have my own hesitations,
0: reservations about. Uh, a close association with the preacher and his wife. I, I, I must admit that murder isn't the way to go about uh, separating ourselves from them. She's been too deep to be taken out any other way. So this quest for mm-hmm. revenge is your burden, not ours.
2: Yeah, I. You said we're good people, and and good people don't help in in murder.
3: Good people do what's right when it's needed.
0: Mm-hmm. And and Mr. Ranger, <laughs> we know you're. They must have followed him over here. Mr. Ring, please mm. leave our residence. It's 11 o'clock at what? night. I don't know why these children are awake and are following mm. you around, but they seem to go wherever you go. Just let us go to sleep. In please.
3: Place.
2: It's not a good time.
3: He, like, like tosses a handful of butterscotches <laughs> out one window and then dives <laughs> out the other one. Now I'm going to have to
0: clean up those butterscotches from the yard. And tomorrow.
2: the window. Too sweet. Be- People outside of the church are just indecent people. We need to, honey, we need to consolidate. I,
0: uh, I while well, I agree with you. I think our consolidation should happen in a, in a way that separates us a bit from the church. I know. Really? I don't, I don't think her influence is, is the best on us. I've You've heard
2: what she did, she's done to, to deserters, people who, who stopped going to church,
0: <laughs> don't worry. I don't say we just. We don't need to be <sighs> yeah. up on the pulpit. We don't mm-hmm. need to watch their dog anytime they ask. Quite <laughs> frankly, it's a little inconvenient because they always ask at the last minute.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big decision.
0: We'll, we'll sleep on this. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hopefully, the, the children are gone and we won't be disturbed by any murders near do wells. End scene. End scene.
1: End scene. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So yes. Okay. On to the epilogues. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. what's your characters,
3: like, how are they remembered in the Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my, uh, Willard's f- uh, fate is largely forgotten, but um, he's, he still had a very successful textile business, and with, you know, no children and wife dead, all that passes to the uh, Rodriguez family just as next of kin. And so it does help to revitalize them, give them a good influx of cash, but nobody remembers him beyond the lives of anyone who knew him personally. <laughs> oh,
2: last scene for Sandy is just one shot of two scarecrows in a Field and fall, and they're you know one's dressed like how Sandy's usually dressed, and one's dressed like how her husband uh, all always dressed, and they're like sleeves are touching in a way that they're like holding hands. That's crazy. They're wrong, overlooking, right? yeah. This uh, as, as know,
3: they're like raising field. up a tower to build like <laughs> a giant church uh, spire. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, so after the uh, after the thing fell, why uh, did the, the his little cult um, the, the cult of Ixidor mm-hmm. is uh, kind of mm-hmm. considered a cultural oddity for the most part, but there are uh, there's two splinter groups. One that hardcore believes that he was some sort of prophet, mm-hmm. and they're set up like a, on another apartment building, replica of the first one on the outskirts of town. But they learned their lesson construction wise. Second one follows his wife, who tries to take some of some things that could be good lessons. As a way to live your life, to try to redeem uh, what he was, what he was doing.
2: And
1: All right. So Max Zelda, you know, had a, had a lucrative career in the potions industry. Um, eventually moved with uh, their wife Natalie, Natalie Zelda to California to the sunken, the sunken zone of California, and. Uh, they did a lot of good work with, um, you know, some rebuilding, some uh, some new innovations with underwater construction, <laughs> they were able to hold the water out of the way for it to be constructed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and had, had some children, uh, made the grandchildren very proud, and, you know, there we go. Oh,
3: thanks. Hey. Okay. Happy ending for someone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, Yay And now the quick closing credits. Yeah. <laughs> okay uh, this has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Pod of Wonder. I am Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs and the games I make at Danny I'm
1: Megan, you can find me on Instagram at I Lived In Books and on Twitter at Owlburning. <laughs>
0: I'm Eddie. You can find me on Instagram at Monsters by Ed, where I'm doing my October uh, uh, Horror Garfield themed. You can find the uh, the games I make at Strange but True uh, at Strange but True Games. Wow, I'm terrible. Spelled like it kind of. sounds. Mm, yeah,
2: spelled <laughs> like it sounds. Yes. Uh, I'm Gina. You can find me on the back of a milk carton. It is not because I'm lost or missing, but rather my life is best summarized on four square inches of laminated cardboard.